Welcome to the New Day Community Church Sermon Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by this message from the Kalamazoo, Michigan campus. For more info on the church, visit newdaycommunity.org. Wow. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. It's so good to see you again, guys. Thank you for the great honor and privilege to be able to partake what God is doing with you and to see your smiling faces again. We really appreciate the friendship God has given us through you, and it's precious on our hearts. Thank you, Father. Jesus, thank you for your love, for your presence, for your glory. The Bible says Jesus is life, and we declare this morning that there is no life apart from Jesus Thank you, Father. How can we know life without Jesus? How can we experience life without Jesus? Thank you, Jesus, that you are the very essence of our new existence. Whatever is true about you is true about us. The truth about Jesus is the truth about us, about me and you. Jesus is our origin, our image, our sustainer, everything, all in all is found in Him. Because of Him, we are victorious. We're going to make it. Praise God. We're going to make it because of Jesus. I have confidence for our lives. It's going to be marked by victory because Jesus is leading us, not downward, but He is leading us always in triumph. Thank you, Father. Well, I'm glad to be able to share the gospel with you, the gospel of Jesus Christ. want to turn the Bible to the gospel of John chapter 9. You know, uh, it's my second service, and uh, I always expect my second service to be better than the first one, because till now I would have at least two cups of coffee. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I rely on him, but you know, every step we make, every step we make in him, there is an increase. So it's, our life is marked by this abundant life he's giving us, which is always more than what we had before. Thank you, Father. So I trust him for more. And um, chapter 9, gospel, the Gospel of John, tells us a story, an amazing story, which only Jesus can do things like that. I've never heard anyone else in the human history ever to do, to perform, or to release anything like that. It tells us about a blind man being healed in an amazing, unique way. And definitely... There is something behind that story, like a lesson for us stored. Uh, otherwise, the Bible wouldn't tell us that these small details, you know. This guy was healed <laughs> in a very extraordinary way. Let me read a little bit. As he passed by, he saw a man blind from birth. And his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he would be born blind? You know, if Jesus would give him the answer, whatever the reason was, I don't think anything would, be, would, would, would come different or would be changed. It doesn't matter. 
You see, the only thing which matters is the answer which Jesus gives. Jesus answered, It was neither that this man sinned nor his parents, but it was so that the works of God might be displayed in him. What an answer. The works of God might be displayed displayed in in him. And I just, I am excited and I just want to proclaim that no, ma- no matter what the reasons of our struggles and challenges are, the main point is that what? The works of God might be displayed in our lives. Don't be focused on the reasons, but be focused on the outcome which he had appointed for every one of us. And then, praise God, and then uh, we must work the works of him who sent me as long as it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. I like what Jesus says here. We must work the works of him. He doesn't say like some translation would translate, I must work. But I like this much more. We must work the works of the one who has sent me. Yeah. He, he includes us too. You are included in these great and mighty works of God. Praise God. And then he says, while I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he had said this, he spat on the ground. Uh Uh-oh, now this is kind of a unique, don't you think so? He spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle and applied the clay to his eyes. You know, it takes patience sometimes. (laughs) Just a little patience. Uh, The guy was like, Okay, do whatever you want. I, I won't resist. <laughs> uh, I mean, sometimes you don't understand the reason. You don't understand what God is doing with you. Just be patient. You'll see. Sooner or later, he will let you know yeah. what's the reason behind it. <laughs> and uh, then he applied the clay to his eyes and said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated, that's important, sent. So he went away and washed and came back seeing. Therefore the neighbors and those who previously saw him as a beggar were saying, is not this the one who used to sit and beg? Others were saying, this is he. Still others were saying, no, but He is like him. He kept saying, I am the one. (laughs) Believe it or not, I am the one. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. For for so many years, you know, I wondered about this story. What what is the Lord trying to teach us to, 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 to say through this story to us? Jesus could heal this man Intensive ways, you know, declaring the power of God over him, laying hands, just speaking, whatever, you know. He, he's capable of any kind of actions and performance, you know, which is beyond our understanding and capacity. And still, he made something so special, you know, and, and, and um, we, we read the story and kind of don't understand what is hidden in, in that story. And although I, 
almost like 25 years reading the Bible, preaching and teaching, I did not have the, 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 the deep understanding about what is hidden behind it. And uh, I wondered, and I, I said to the Lord, what's the reason of that healing, this anointing with clay, you know, and sending this guy to, to be washed in the uh, pool of Siloam? And Jesus said to me, you never asked me. I healed him. You, and you, you never ask me what is hidden behind. You try to work it out with your, you know, preacher's mind and, and education and, and whatever experiences. If, you'd, if you would have asked me, I would tell you. you know. And I said, okay, I'm ready, Lord. My, my hour has come. Just teach me. And, you know, the answer totally shocked me. You know, Jesus said to me, he was born blind. And I was, at first I was like, I know this, it is written. He said, he, he, repeated, he was born, born blind. And then I realized something. You know, there is something specific about a man being born blind. Now think about yourself being able to see how many times per day, you know, you, you, you see your image and uh, your personal image and face in, in a mirror. And since we are born with that ability to see, every one of us is very well familiar with the characteristics of his face and his image. Some of us, they know very well they are blonde, they have blue eyes, they know how they, they face look like me, I look like Putin, you know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I know that. Daniel Craig, I received that too. I didn't want to go that far though, you know. <laughs> but I know that. I'm familiar with the expression. I'm familiar with every bit, uh, small characteristic of, 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 of my face. And I know my image. It, which means, if I see 10 pictures of different persons, and I am on the one of these pictures, I would definitely be able to point to myself and say, this is me. This, this, this image is my image. But imagine a blind man starting seeing for first time, and you would present to him like tens of images. He wouldn't be able to recognize his own image and personality and to point to it, which is not good. I mean, this ignorance is not good. Spiritually talking, spiritually talking, first time I realized how blessed was this man that Jesus cared for, uh, Jesus' care for him was not only to, to restore or, or bring him to, to, to the ability to see, but also to get familiar with the characteristic of his own image and to see his own image and to get aware of his personality. Yeah. So how it worked? How, how happened? Well, he sent him to a specific place. What is specific about the, the pool of Siloam? The pool of Siloam is famous in the Bible like the waters, the aqueducts 
made by the kings and supplying Jerusalem with water were created in that way that the water would be collected in, in, in reservoirs, in cisterns, and when they overflow, it, it just overflows and, and goes to channels in, into the appointed places. But the waters were famous like the peacefully flowing waters. Which means, although they were living waters and moving, uh, constantly, they, they, they surface was smooth and even, and it would work like a mirror, you know, for the blind man washing his face over these waters to see his image for first time on the face, on the surface of these waters. Wow, and you know, you cannot do this with uh, mighty rushing waters. Like uh, we went to see Grand River uh, Friday and uh, uh, I, I went I went and I bent over the river and there was no image of myself. Then I went to another place where the water was even and smooth and I clearly, just, just checking, you know, clearly saw the expression of my face reflected from the surface of, of that place. And, and think about Jesus. He applied this clay and the guy goes, finds the place, it was a challenge, it took some time and efforts. And sometimes we need to put some efforts to, to come to the blessed place, you know. We, the, we, God is sending us to places where we can see our true image. Think about this. We need to go to church, participate in the church service. We need to go the, reading the word or, or, or prayer time, devotional time, whatever. But that, the appointed place he has sent us where we can see the truth about us. Praise yeah. God. And think about this guy going there and finally... Finally, he, 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 he is brought to the place by the help of someone or by, by his own efforts. And he touches the water and he bends over, over that, 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 that flow, you know. And he draws water and he, he splashes his face and he applies. Till that time, you know, that clay would, would get like a shell. Heart, because of the heat of the day, the sun, and, 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 and the heat of the body, you know, the, the saliva would dry up and it was like a blockage, hard blockage on his eyes. So it took a little time to wash away all that clay from his face. And when, when he washed it away and his eyes were created anew and open, you know, for first time in his life, he's not just able to see. But for first time in his life, he is blessed to get an impression of his own personality. Wow. What he looks like, who he is. Yeah, that's good. Because he was bended over the water. Yeah. And when he washed the clay away, the first thing he saw was the reflection, the, the peaceful flowing waters in, 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 you know, on the surface and through the, the mean of the light of the sun reflecting, which represents Jesus, of course, you know, he was able to like, wow, is this me, how I look like? Yeah. Maybe he was a poor man, he, he didn't have a mirror uh, in their house or, or whatever, he, there was no, nothing available for him after, even Jesus would open his eyes at the spot where he was standing, he wouldn't be able, it will take a long time for him to realize and get aware of his image. Jesus sent him the first thing to see, his personality and his image. 
I was so blessed to, to learn that. Jesus opened my eyes. It's not my preacher's mind or whatever, you know. Jesus opened my eyes to see that truth and it really blessed my heart. And now listen to this. Listen, the, the, the translation of the pool is given to us, which means sent. You know, the sent one. And, and the Bible tells us that Jesus promised that, that I will not leave you alone. I will send you the Holy Spirit. And also the Holy Spirit is compared in the New Testament to, to flowing living waters. So my personal understanding that the spiritual lesson here for us is like the only place where God sends us, you know, to see our new image, our new personality. Think about this. We were born blind in the Spirit. And, and, and there was a blockage of the so-called flesh and old nature on our spiritual eyes. Yeah. Jesus applied that clay which speaks about the nature, the fallen nature of the first Adam who was made from dust. You know, the, the book of Genesis says, because you are dust and you will go back to the dust. Yeah. means our relation in the flesh is to, to uh, being being uh, earthbound, you know, to, 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 to the dust of the earth, which speaks about the, the flesh and not being able to, um, to, to function in the spirit. But when Jesus came and we, we got the spirit and we were born again, you know, these living waters started flowing through us. And on the surface of these living waters, because the first thing the Bible says about the spirit it, 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 in the book of Genesis is like, and the spirit of the Lord moved, hovered upon the face of the waters. Wow, praise God. And think about you now. There is a place where you can go and wash away. Wash away the old nature. Wash away the blockage. Wash away whatever belonged to the first man. And become more and more and more aware of the second one. Which is from heaven. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, and our new identity given in him. Through the mean of the spirit. Because the Spirit will guide you to all truth. Isn't that awesome? You realize and you understand more the truth about yourself. And through the mean of the Spirit, you see more about you and you know more about you. And the Spirit helps you to realize who you are in Christ Jesus. I'm not talking about being aware of your physical image, but, but the, the new image He has given to you, which is found only on the face of the living waters. The world won't tell you anything good about you. Neither the enemy. But Jesus said I will not send you the accuser I will send you the comforter. Every time you go to that source and you stare in it, you see something which brings hope, faith, comfort and joy about you. It is, it, it's concern about you. It, it, it matters about you. Wow! He, he cares about you. And every time you see something, it is always new. I was thinking, the guy washing away the dirt. Think about this. He splashes water and it falls down and it gets muddy. But because the water is moving and flowing, it would take away that, that, that mud. It would take away that you know, substance 
and with clear again. And he takes a fresh draw and he splashes again. And it takes away the dirt, it falls down and it takes it away. It's like washing, washing it away. And every time you take new substance, a fresh substance, every time you come to the living waters of the Holy Spirit, he's giving you newness of life. He's giving you freshness. He takes away the, 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 the impression, the understanding about what was before. And he's bringing something new, which is not bound to this realm, but to, to the heavenly one. Wow, thank you, Father. And finally, he sees and he's totally overwhelmed to know about himself. Yeah. Not only just seeing. And whew, that's so precious. That's so precious. You see, let me read something. This is in the book of Ephesians. Paul says, Husbands, love your wives. We need to obey. This is not an option. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Just Christ also loved the church and gave himself up for her so that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word, that he might present to himself the church in all her glory, having no spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she would be holy and blameless. Yeah. You see, these sources we have available today for us, beside the Holy Spirit, we have the Word of God. Yeah. And every time we come to the good news and to the message which is left for us, you know, to, to read, we... we God, through this message, through this influence, takes away the wrinkles, takes away the spots, takes away the mud and the clay which belong to the first Adam and brings what? Something glorious, something fresh, something new. And he is washing away through the world, the cares of the world, the fear and the anxiety and everything which belong to the flesh, praise God, and is constantly releasing into us that glorious image which comes through the light of the gospel and which is in the face of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. It is crucial and important to know and to be familiar with the true characteristic of your new existence and new nature. Yes. That's the only way the enemy won't lead you and deceive you and, 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 and just make a trap for you. And, and to lead you astray, you know. Knowing who you are right. is a, the best thing. You know, for you. I'll tell you why. Because the enemy is a liar. Yep. <laughs> Listen. The enemy tried to penetrate through... through uh, I mean, even tried to deceive Jesus. Yep. The enemy dared to try with Jesus. Don't you... Do you think you would be spared? You know, he would try to penetrate through your faith, through your understanding, and to, to lead you astray. And, and we need the truth to, to guide us. 
So, listen, every time the enemy comes and, and starts, uh, like, uh, releasing wrong thoughts to you, if we know the truth about us, we would never, never agree with him. Wow. Come on. Being a son and daughter, being valuable, being appreciated, being loved, being someone who is engrafted on the heart of Jesus, knowing the truth about you, you would never let the enemy put anything wrong or less than, than what the truth is. That's why it is very important. The Holy Spirit who is the comforter, would, would speak and reveal the truth about the Father and you. The Word of God, you're reading and you know more and you get more and more and more familiar with your new image. Then the enemy comes, so the circumstances, so things around you, and, and, and even doctors would, would give you a report about you or whatever, but this is a greater truth. There is a greater truth behind the clay which is, you know, applied on you. And when you come and wash it away, you can see clearly the greater truth of heaven about you. I love what the Bible says about the prodigal son. Consider this. He spent a fortune in that far country he went. He lost everything. Finally, he's totally devastated and bankrupt. And broke, and, and he, he found himself feeding uh, pigs, you know, which is so disgusting for the Jewish mind. And the Bible says he was so uh, uh, hungry and, and empty, and uh, he would like to, to, to participate the pigs' food, but no one would give him. I was like, wow, what a pitiful condition. Ready even to eat with the pigs, and yet. They won't allow him even to take from the pig's food. It, I mean, it took a while until he realized something. It took a while. Because the Bible says, but when he came to his senses, uh-oh. And that's the, 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 the turning point. That, 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 the, that's the crucial moment, you know, for realizing that he doesn't fit. He doesn't belong. That he is made for something else. For something more worth it instead of being stuck with the pigs. Isn't that important moment, you know? How can you come to your senses? You can come to your senses realizing who you are and where you belong by, 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 by the revelation of the Holy Spirit and by the truth of the word, you know. God is revealing the truth about you and you come to your true spiritual senses and you leave all the places, you know, of this world. We don't have to struggle that much with the world if we are familiar with the atmosphere and the glory of His presence in our Father. Once we have tasted and seen that God is good, we won't remain for a long time in the world. Because whatever is found in the, 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 the realm of sin and the world cannot be compared with the glory, with the sweetness and the awesomeness of the atmosphere of my father's house. So comparing those two, because this son have been there, have tasted of the atmosphere of his father's house, he came finally... 
and realize that that this so unworthy to be here and pitiful, you know, and he, he decided to go back because in his understanding, in my father's house, even the servants have more bread to spare, you know, more than enough. And it is a great, great uh, lesson for us because uh, I realize so many people are not at the right place, even, even, uh, even Christians, you know. They are not standing, they, they, they are still lingering with, in, in these areas uh, in their lives. But, you know, with the help of the Spirit and the Word of God, finally, we are appointed to come to our senses, you know, and to realize who we are. And it helped me a lot to realize that, that I'm valuable, that I'm loved, that He loves me so much, that He is a personal God, that He cares about me, and many, 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 many other things like that, which are constantly revealed through the Word and through the mean of the Spirit. And I'm realizing and I'm growing in that knowledge, not only about God, but I'm growing in the knowledge of what He had made of me, like a new creation. And you know, I stare on the surface of the living waters of the Spirit. I see joy. I see life. I see glory in my future. The Bible says joy comes in the morning. It means your future would be marked by joy. It is a, joy is appointed to be the atmosphere and the mark of your future. That's why he says joy comes in the morning. Sorrow may come at night. Yeah. But what, is, what, what follows and what is coming is going to be marked by joy. And you, you, you stare and you see all these benefits and all these blessed things, you know, appointed, appointed to come to you and overtake you. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. We, we know that we have been blind for many things about us and about the love of God and, and all kind of things like that. But not anymore. Not anymore. He has given you the spirit of light to guide you, to lead you to all truth. You are not like an orphan anymore. He has given you the message of the word of the gospel of glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for every one of us to get more and more deep aware of whatever is found in the face of your love, of your care, of your provision, of your protection, of your personal influence upon every one of us. And realizing this, and coming to this knowledge, it will bring comfort, peace, joy, faith, confidence, and hope. You are the source and you are the creator. And I proclaim the power of the peacefully flowing waters of the one who is sent in this world to be with us. You said, I won't leave you alone. I will send you the Spirit. And when the Spirit comes, He will guide you to all truth. Lead us, Lord. Lead us to the greater reality and truth about our destiny, about our lives, what we are appointed for. Every one of us, 
Just like what I realized recently, every one of us is appointed to a greater destiny from whatever the world and the flesh has to present to you. You have a greater one appointed from above. Yes, God has a glorious destiny for you. And you need to, 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 you need to advance. And He wants to unfold unfold that destiny more and more into your life. Think about Joseph. Joseph was betrayed for second. Uh, uh, you know, they, 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 they mistreated him. And the Bible says, Joseph was on the slave market and he was a prosperous man. How about you? You may find yourself in a tough place. Slave market. But still you can be a prosperous man because of the divine destiny which is working behind and just pushing you forward to unfold and, and, and to advance into whatever He has appointed for you to be. Beyond what the world is trying, how the world is trying to stop you and limit you. Think about David. David knew who he is. David knew that he is something different from the whole army of Israel. He knew about himself. And he knew that he doesn't need the armor of Saul. That all he needs is just whatever God was constantly revealing to him. He faced that giant and just totally wiped him out, you know, by the power of the Lord. Think about Joshua and Caleb who, the Bible says, they had different spirit in them. Millions of people, two People, they had different attitude, different understanding, and different spirit in their own personality. They counted themselves different from the whole society. They attached themselves to the divine destiny which was laid before them. And it's the same with us today. God has something. You know, David wasn't that special. David was the, the last son. He was a slave in his father's house. He was working with the this totally despised. And yet there was a greater destiny in his life from above. Think about Joseph and how, how the, the other ones being more elder than him and, and more advanced in everything. And, and they took advantage. They took power over him and, 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 and just threw him in the pit. But still there was a divine destiny unfolding in his life. And he was aware of it. Think about Joshua and Caleb. They had to spend 40 years with the rebellious society back in the desert. But they endured. And Caleb endured only because he believed that he's going to make it. And there is something for which he is created. And he knew he is not created for the desert. He is created in the Lord. He had divine destiny beyond that border in the promised land. And he made it and his power was preserved. And when the day came, he went, he fought, and he, he, he got his inheritance and his portion. Yes. I bless you in the name of Jesus to realize more and more and more about the things from above and be focused on them instead of the things on earth. Yes, we have our social our activities, responsibilities, and we face all kinds of things. But beyond being a wife and a husband, beyond being whatever office you possess on this earth, you know, beyond whatever challenges and things you are constantly facing, 
Remember, there is something from God given to you and God wants you to advance and, and, and grow in it. Praise God. Thank you, Father. Bless the local body of Christ. Bring joy, hope, and faith and keep us growing in the image of the beloved. And the Bible says being confirmed, being confirmed to the image of His Son more and more aware of our new identity. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much, guys, for this great opportunity to participate and to share.